1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to another we coming in hot today super another episode of rpt puro pinche red pill tamales i'm not only
2: your host chingo bling but i'm also a fan producer rob in the building what's up everybody we're changing the angles again today because uh, one of our tripods broke but thanks to you guys we're gonna get new ones thanks to the patrons yo it is thursday september 3rd 2021 year of our
1: lord now All the patrons, y'all make it possible, man. We appreciate the love. If you have not signed up, uh, hit up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Rob's still getting situated in the corner. That's why, you know. (laughs) Okay, I'm good. good. Last episode was so good, bro. That's like now I'm in my head. Now I feel pressure to like live up to that, bro. That's how good it was. I highly recommend y'all go back and peep that.
2: See, I told you that a week ago, and I, when I left, I was like, I wonder if he thinks I made that up, because I told you I pulled up listening to our episode, the uh, one before that. And it gets in your head. It does.
1: That happened to me uh, in Denver. The early show at one of the nights was so good that the, the late show, I was thrown off, because I was like, I got to do, it's got to be the same.
2: Well, Louis said your Denver show was on point, the one that you said you didn't like the most. That was the, my least favorite. He said he loved it.
1: Oh, Luis, thank you so much. Uh, maybe he's just being nice. <laughs> uh, today's show, we have... Joe Biden made a phone call. Mm -hmm. He made a very inappropriate phone call. And I heard a very interesting take about that. I can't wait to tell y'all about it. Also, we're going to talk about, yo, Joe Rogan caught the Rona, bruh. Mm -hmm. He put out this video from his backyard, fucking 500 acres. I don't know how many acres he got. Hopefully we could be neighbors. And uh, the shit went viral and the libs are mad as fuck. They about to go after uh, Joe Rogan. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, missing
2: ballots in three major states. Did you see that? Was, I was breaking this morning. So I don't know if you got if you saw it. Yet, but I have it. not seen that okay. yet. Wow, man.
1: Y'all better stay tuned about these audits. Uh, also, the new Texas heartbeat law abortion. Major subject. We're going to get to it as well. FDA officials resign over the boosters and more. I can't wait to hear about that because I know very little. <laughs> uh, We're about to learn today. Joe Biden had a phone call. Oh, this is twice. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I, I got the bullet points under there. Just like the first oh, few because there's more than that. We usually don't get to all of them because there's so much news every day that we record. Got it. Also, yeah, and you also put something here about uh,
1: the media can't stop screaming ivermectin equals horse to warmer. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's how they're framing it. Uh, reports of an Oklahoma congressman missing. That was not true. Mark Wayne Mullen posted a statement on IG. And then also, uh, I think we covered this last week, the
2: viral Antifa teacher. No, that was an- there's another one. The other one uh, was the teacher that was making the kids, not making them, but had the gay Oh, the flag. flag. Yeah, the lady. Yeah, this yeah, one this is the guy. dude from Project Veritas. Oh, we haven't covered this dude? No, oh, this okay. was on Wednesday that broke. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, perfect. Which was yesterday, which is crazy. Again,
1: every day, it's always something, right? Yeah, man. It's a lot going on. Uh, I'm headed to El Paso, man. Uh, this week flew by. <sighs> Thankfully, I'm home this weekend just because... I want to come in hot for, uh, for El Paso. You know what I'm saying? I'm still recovering from Denver. Uh, freedom of Speech Tour, El Paso, September 9th through the 11th. Brea, California. Califas. September 15th. Oxnard, California. September 16th. Addison, Texas. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. This is October 7th through the 10th. San Antonio, Texas. October 14th through the 16th. Irvine, Califas. November 3rd. And then H-Town. November 5th through the 7th. Sass. Going down. You excited? Super man. Super, super, super. Um not that many more shows left in twenty twenty one. So get your tickets if you want to see a live show. Yeah, not that many cities left for sure. So make sure you get that. Also, man, Rob took some amazing photos of the new Thea hats that uh i guess they're up but we want to let you guys know first all the listeners
2: yeah yeah so if you're inside the patreon you already know that your your promo code is actually pinned in a post so if you go inside of the patreon app or just on the desktop wherever you go you'll see your promo code and there's only while supplies last so get the gray hat which is the one that i wear every week that people always ask about
1: yeah and then we'll switch colors so this will probably be it for this batch yeah uh for sure So, uh, also, man, look, we got to get all announcements out the way before we go in. Shell Shock CBD, I have not forgotten. Shell Shock CBD, get your 10% off, man. We about to have more commercials than Rogan. I apologize. (laughs) Shell Shock CBD, get your, uh, man, they got everything from the droppers, the gummies, gummies with melatonin. Uh, they got the Delta 8s. They got Delta 8 chocolate bars. They coming in hot. Shellshockcbd.com. When you check out, enter promo code Chingo. We're gonna
2: lace you up with
1: that 10%. ten percent off.
2: Let's go. All right, man, you ready to dive in? So I am. So did you read the article from the New York Post by chance? What the, Which one? The one that was breaking the phone call. The phone call.
1: Uh, no, I did not read the entire article.
2: No. Okay. Do you you have, do you have any? Did you hear anybody make some interesting commentary about it? Extremely interesting. All right, good. I want to hear it.
1: Very contrarian. so my initial thoughts on this was well they've been wanting to impeach him and apparently he basically did the same shit you know Trump did in a way not exactly right I think you know there's ways to um you know it's apples and oranges but it's like considering that a lot of these Republicans man they already don't think he's legitimate you know what I'm saying they already don't want him in there he's everything everything he touched turned to shit (laughs) Uh, Theo Juve was yelling this morning, talking about, Ya sácalo la verga. Like, he, he's pro impeachment. So, obviously, man, there's going to be people that just want to get him out, yeah. right? Just to even the score, or they just think he's, you know, they're not capable. We just got to remember, man, like, it's the whole apparatus. The, uh, you know, the figurehead, the, that's just one branch, right? Like, Trump was only able to do so much shit. You got all these other moving parts, right? They're blocking them and, and so on and so forth. So Scott Adams, he always he said, look, if I would have defended Trump for this, I got to be consistent. I got to defend Biden for this. Interesting. Yeah. So he basically said, what if he lied to the people, to us and kept it a secret with the secret phone call saying, hey, man, I need you to lie. Right. To your people. And don't let them know how bad y'all getting y'all's ass for. Right. Mm -hmm. That was the lie. Basically, he said, what if that was in the best interest of the American people? What if his intention was to maintain calm so that we get a better desired result? And, and so on, right? Okay. So, so he's basically trying to defend him in a way, saying like, you know, what if shit? It, it, what if it would have worked out? Would we have cared? Like the shit would have just panned out in his favor where it's like homeboy lied. I called him, told him to lie. He lied and it worked. The, peop- the, the, the Afghan army stood up and fought more. And longer and and thought they had a chance, Mm -hmm. you know, if you'd have just lied and didn't let them know, didn't let the public know. Because you got to, anytime there's war, there has to be propaganda. Like you have to sell it to your to your taxpayers, your people. You got to sell it to the citizens like, hey, man, this person's a dictator. We got to get him out or these people want democracy or they're mistreating these people. So we got to go in because we're American. That's who we are. Right. Right. Or they got weapons of mass destruction or they harboring these people that did this to us.
2: Yeah, a, a once great philosopher named Homer Simpson said, if, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all be having a party. Okay. But we can't fucking look at it that way, all right? So if we get the quote straight from the call, right? Yeah, so, let's see, because that I have not heard. So it was reported from the New York Post. Did he, did he say, come on, man? <laughs> you should have, right? I think Reuters was the one that broke the call, broke the story, uh, I think yesterday, day before. So I'm going to try to skip. Let's see. I don't know whether you're aware, said Biden, just how much the perception around the world is that it looks like that it's looking like a losing proposition. So the conclusion I'm asking you to consider is to bring together everyone from ex-Afghan vice president to ex-president Hamid Hamad. And in between, if they stand there and they say that they back the strategy you put together and put put a warrior in charge you know a military man, dot, 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 in charge of executing the strategy and that will change the perception, the perception around the world that it's a losing battle. Mm -hmm. So he said this more than once, like, even if it's true or not, uh, we need to change the perception around the world that this isn't a losing battle. That's really specific. Uh, What what is a losing battle? Us leaving? That you're getting your ass handed to you right now. Oh, don't let them know that you're getting your ass whooped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, So,
1: So here's the thing that really fucks me up about this whole thing you're reading to me. What really fucks me up about this whole thing is, wait a minute, Biden, was in, he's in charge and he was awake and he, he's actually making phone
2: calls? That's the shit that fuck me up. Dude, that's what I said last week. I was like, you got, now we have to believe that he's sitting there saying, do this with ABC and everyone else is just like, okay, uh-huh, yeah, we're not going to tell this guy no. So the fuck, he's the bus driver? I thought it was a cabal. <laughs> I, thought well. they, I thought they
1: would have sent like the head of the CIA or somebody. It's almost like you to my boss. And you got to send somebody to go.
2: So let's start with what, at the beginning of what Reuters, uh, they, they, as they call, it, everyone calls everything bombshells, right? So Reuters has this bombshell report of the July phone call. This was just last month. Well, you know, a little over a month now. Uh, between Biden and the Afghan president, uh, Ashraf Ghani, right? Uh, where the U.S. president promises military aid in return for lies, is the way the New York Post uh, formulated it. Wait, in exchange for military aid? Right. For the air cover. So this is how it goes, Right. The perception around, this is the first quote, the perception around the world and in parts of Afghanistan, I believe, is that things aren't going well in terms of fighting against the Taliban, says Biden in the July 23rd phone call. And there's a need, whether it's true or not, there is a need to project a different picture. That's how the, that's how the phone conversation started. And it just goes on about, uh, no, things weren't going well. Three weeks after the U.S. abandoned the Bagram Airfield. What's up, guys? Your boy Chingo here. Before we get into the episode, quick reminder, we would really appreciate your support at patreon.com. Forward
1: slash, red pill tamales. You guys are the reason we still have freedom of speech. I took a big risk stepping out of the mold, going against the grain, and talking about this perspective on all the issues that affect our lives. So if you dig that red pill tamal, sign up, join the community, and get access to multiple shows, premium content. We got episodes dropping out the wazoo.
2: All right, that's it. Enjoy the show in the dead of night, Biden's solution was to create a perception that all was fine. He kn- so basically, he knew a month and s- some change ago how things were going. But his goal was to change the perception around the world of what was really happening. So that what? What was his desired end result? So that the world doesn't laugh at how bad everything's going and that in exchange, he would give him uh, aid, uh, okay. uh, air, air support.
1: Okay, I guess, I guess um, Scott Adams' way of looking at it was basically like, You know, sometimes presidents are allowed to lie a little bit if it's it's in our favor. And I guess he was maybe assuming that um, that his desired result was like,
2: I don't know, get out in a more clean manner. Well, this is what the New York uh, Post said. So Biden's solution was to create a perception that everything was fine. He wanted to keep the illusion long enough to cover his August 31st uh, self-imposed deadline to withdraw U.S. troops to have the victory, to have a victory lap on September 11th when he would preen as a president who ended the forever war
1: yeah so here's here's what i'm gonna have to do i'm gonna have to watch more leftist mainstream media Uh than i normally do i already try to get a a little dose that i could fucking withstand right we try to like make sure we sit through some cnn some msnbc just so you don't get completely brainwashed by one fucking side right Mm -hmm. you just got to see how they're framing things so don't be surprised. Here's the heads up, right? We could you could choose to be anti-Biden. That that's perfectly fine. But don't be surprised when when you start hearing the Twitter bots, the Twitterverse, the blue check marks and Rachel Maddow framing it in a way where they're going to find a way to defend them. Basically like, well, uh, think about think about how the Afghan army uh, uh gave in so easy. You know, if if this lie had gone through, what what Biden was intended to do is that the Afghan army would uh with, with held on for another six months and would have given us enough cover so that we can
2: get about it safely
1: or so, something stupid like
2: that. So Ghani tried to explain to the, the, the dire situations of the president. Mr. President, we're facing full scale invasion composed of Taliban, full Pakistani planning and logistical support and at least 10 to 15,000 international terrorists. He begged for U.S. air support. What is crucial is close air support—a very heavy reliance on air power. The Afghan army was based in the U.S. is based on the U.S. model, which relies on air support for uh, enemy strikes, ferrying the wounded, and so on. But the con- but the contractors who served Afghan aircraft had left, leaving the Afghan army exposed. Read the last part one more time. The contractors who had served Afghan aircraft had left, leaving the so there weren't any, there was nobody to service. The, ba- A.K.A. They decided to close Bagram Airport. Mm -hmm. So in
1: other words, if anything, impeach... How about this? This could be the argument. If anything, impeach him or somebody got to get fired from upper military for um, screwing up and undoing the air cover. They require air cover. You took away the air cover. You, You closed Bagram Airport, a.k.a. the contractors that were there also had to leave. Therefore, the Afghani president just finished saying this part was very important. We got 10 to 15,000 terrorists nearby. We have logistics and probably financial backing from Pakistan. So basically, we're getting invaded, big dog. Eurasia
2: is transforming into a terrorist state. So to finish off here, Biden offered conditional air support in return for Ghani going along with the ruse. All right. But only until August 31st, the August 31st deadline after that. Who knows? It says, in quote, Ghani could see the writing on the wall and fled Kabul three weeks later. Yeah.
1: So this is another way to interpret it. Again, I'm not a fucking five star general. No. Right. I'm more I'm going to be closer to like a Joey Diaz (laughs) than a motherfucking five star general. Right. Even though a lot of them seem to be very woke and not doing their job. So here's here's my argument basically, let's set the phone call aside for now, right? Because we, I, it's real, it's, in other words, it's going to be a losing argument for people on the right, conservatives, Trump supporters, Republicans, whoever, to try to put up this argument and be like, um, well, we got to get him on this phone call, man. We got to impeach him on the phone call, on the phone call, because these other, the left can say, well, what about his intentions? And what if it would have worked? And, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff like that. It's a tough call. Instead, let's look at it what it really is. Somehow, some way, this president was trying to tell y'all, say, man, y'all don't know how it's really about to go down over here, bro." I'm telling y'all, shit about to go down. And he's like, "Hey, uh, come on, man. Uh, how about you go along with this lie? Don't tell nobody how bad it's getting, and we'll give you some air cover and whatever in, in return." But I need you to wait till August 31st. Whoop de whoop. It's kind of like, yo, where are your generals? Who who's on your team? Who are your military people? Instead, they weren't about woke shit. You know what I'm saying? They worried about uh, white rage. They worried about uh, if you're against COVID restrictions, you're a domestic terrorist. Yeah. Uh, if you, what was it? If you are, remember 9 11, what else was it? Uh, oh, if you anti, uh, you're against vax passport, some shit.
2: Whatever the Homeland Security, that list that Homeland Security put out. Yeah, I need y'all goofy motherfuckers to update that shit. <laughs> I need to see
1: an update. Like, hey, bitch, can you put Taliban at the top of that? fucking list now can we get them off twitter at least can you stop being like oh if you use the word patriot like all that goofy ass shit y'all had on y'all's list move that shit to the bottom and all the real terrorists put them motherfuckers back up top that's my motherfucking point what was what were our generals doing what was our our, what's the pentagon doing what are all these people doing instead of saying hey man our sources on the ground the dudes that's actually down there kicking doors they're the ones telling us, hey, bro, it's motherfucking Pakistan over here and, it, and al-Qaeda coming back and the leader of ISIS over here and these motherfuckers about to click up on us and we're in the middle of talking this discussion about leaving.
2: So, you know, phone calls and that kind of shit has, has come up a lot in the past, right? Let me read you real quick what a reporter said the White House uh, to the press secretary. Was the president in any way pushing a false narrative in that phone call? And they asked Jen Psaki, in which she replied, I'm not going to go into details of a private conversation, she replied.
1: Yeah. Sounds familiar she, though. She huh? kinda smart. She kinda smart. She ain't no Kaylee No. But she be knowing how to use this mostly leftist softball uh uh journalist room. She be knowing how to finesse them with a shit ton of ums, um, um, a whole bunch of circle backs and ums, um, um, actually, um, um, Peter, that's not what that's that's not fair. They're not stranded. They're not stranded, Peter. Bitch. What are the kind of... W- Bitch, they strand. Can they leave? Um, technically, no. But we're, right now, we're texting, emailing, and reaching out. Uh, give them my number. Okay, are they stranded? No, they're not, Peter Ducey. Can they leave? Well, um, now, we're, now we're splicing words.
2: So according to yesterday, <laughs> uh, Biden had said that there's only about 100 to 200 Americans left. And the ones that haven't left are because they, they possibly don't want to leave.
1: Who the fuck don't want to leave Afghanistan right now? Bro?
2: People that have apparently deep ties and family roots there over the last however long they've been there. I mean, that's what they're running with. You love your granny that much, Kim Folk. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Boy. Real talk. Man, you like, you like that Afghani life, huh?
2: You like kicking it with the goats in them, huh? Dude, it's crazy, man. You was over there in Kabul, huh? Didn't want to leave, huh? There was also a call with Millie, by the way. What did he do? Who he do? Uh, Reuters also reported a call with Ghani from General Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who was equally focused on turning around the global perceptions of reality. The perceptions of the United States and Europe and the media sort of thing is narrative of Taliban momentum and a narrative of Taliban victory. Milley said in the call on July 23rd, we need to collectively try to turn the perception around the world. So the whole first part was Milley? The whole thing was Milley. Okay. Yeah. So he basically
1: said same shit Biden said. Yeah. So if anything... I guess Millie probably is advising Biden. It's almost like, who getting fired? That's still my question. Yeah, the the yeah, only person yeah. got fired was the dude that said, I, I want some accountability from my superiors.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And he kind of resigned, didn't he? Or they just did it?
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a resignation, basically. Yeah. But he did it in a, in a slick-ass way, where at the end he put his reason... He said, because I don't trust y'all's ability to lead. (laughs) It's my fault. My lack of trust in (laughs) y'all. My bad. Y'all don't trust y'all. I have a lack of trust issue right now. My trust issues in y'all. That's my reason. Dude.
2: So who knows what the next couple of days are going to bring about this phone call. Uh, I don't think it's going to bring anything like the Ukraine call brought for Trump.
1: Oh, well, I it, mean, which means yeah. impeachment basically. I mean, I, arguably, arguably, is a lot of variables. Like, a lot of Democrats are not happy with this whole Afghan situation. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much the press, the news about the dad of the fallen soldier going on Hannity, the news of the mom calling the radio station that she going viral, and like the, the, the other, Facebook account. The mom with the Facebook who said, You rolled your eyes at me, you turned around, like, I, you know, you can't want to talk about your son.
2: Yeah, dude. So going back to this uh, this question of like the perception changing, like the pendulum swinging, mm-hmm. do you do you feel a little bit more that the like, and then the Rasmussen and a couple of other polls as of this week, because we talked about it last week, his Biden's uh, approval, approval rating, rating. B- yeah. dipping below fifty percent.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely taking a hit, man. I think it's definitely taking a hit, and worst like absolute worst case if he does get impeached which i don't know i don't know at this point right fog of war let's say he does get impeached i almost would argue that some of the democrats probably wouldn't cheer but they also wouldn't complain either they probably sit there and sip the milkshake the soy milkshake and just be like the "Soy soy yeah they'd probably be like well um well we have a female president <laughs>
2: who's the most disliked probably politician in history damn that bad based on the, the polls mm. nobody likes her i don't know man i think somebody on the left likes her i wouldn't say nobody
1: i think a lot of people on the left like when they do those man on the street things uh-huh. and they're like what do you think about Kamala Harris?" Oh, i think it's great her accomplishments her policies and what are her accomplishments exactly um can you cut this part out
2: <laughs> <laughs> bible sus <Willis. laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, at least we, when we hop on the podcast, we try to, to read what's going on for the people, right? And we also try to dissect it and make, make sense of it from both sides. Like the way you said, I'm gonna have to listen to more left, left-leaning media. I try to do that as well, just to have it make sense, right? Can we, can we present it to our audience here now in a way that it makes a little bit of sense? Because as time goes on, like we have three and a half more years of this, right? At least, like there's no way around it. If worse came to absolute worst and somehow you got you flicked off Biden, you flicked off Kamala, you're still gonna have the Speaker of the House take charge. Like, how is that any better for what's going on?
1: Man, I don't even, it's a shit show, bro. That's why so many people want to decertify them votes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if those missing ballots are next on the thing or not, but elections have consequences. That is the end of the teaser. Alright, if you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, that's strictly for the patrons, we're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives. Alright, see you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Saus.